0: Welcome to the World in Ten, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by the Times of London. Today with me, Eleanor Shearwood and Lou Newton. First, a new aid resolution offers
1: hope for Palestinians. Two days ago, Israel and Hamas reportedly got close to a new ceasefire deal. But whilst those truce talks got underway, fighting continued to worsen on the streets of war-torn Gaza, and Palestinian civilians continued to struggle without proper access to food or water.
0: Well the UN Security Council has now passed a resolution on the delivery of humanitarian aid. The resolution's legally binding and will see more aid going into Gaza. But
1: it doesn't call for a ceasefire. Instead, it calls for Israel and Hamas to create the conditions for one. Stephen O'Brien, former UN Under-Secretary-General for Humanitarian Affairs and Emergency Relief Coordinator, says this deal is needed for starving Palestinians but says it goes nowhere towards a ceasefire deal.
2: The uh, UN only has uh, a remit over member states, of which Israel is one, albeit that the goodwill between the UN and Israel is not in good shape. uh, But nonetheless, a resolution at the Security Council is internationally binding upon its member states. That could not apply to Hamas. So the only way you get a ceasefire, the only way you get a, a cessation of hostilities and the violence is by having an agreement That's where Qatar and Egypt in the past, and we hope it can be revived again, although a lot of trust to the extent that that word is relevant has been lost. But nonetheless, that is what would have to be part of a new agreement for uh, humanitarian pauses, as they were called. But above all, for the hostages to be released, which is the Mm. continuing war crime. Uh, on the, if you like, on the other side.
0: Zach Anders is a journalist in Tel Aviv. He told Times Radio rumours of a new hostage deal are popular among Israelis, but only to get Israelis back.
2: The reports are coming out that claim potentially a major swap of all Palestinian prisoners, maybe 400 Palestinian prisoners for, for all the hostages. There's... Even still disagreement there, but you'll find a wider swath of the Israeli public that is more keen to see some sort of deal happen in the short term for whatever that looks like, which continues to allude to the fact that all of this in in the Israeli mindset is do whatever it takes to get the hostages back now but that's not gonna stop us from doing what we're doing in Gaza. And we will continue and we'll find a solution to whatever new problem that creates for us if we release all the prisoners. We'll find a way to fix that after we get the hostages back.
0: Mark Bennett's latest analysis on the war in Ukraine starts with a description of the mother Ukraine statue standing over Kyiv shrouded in fog. He says that's an apt metaphor for the country's future. Its war with Russia will hit the two-year mark in February, but there's no end in sight.
1: And the mood there now is nothing like this time last year, when Ukraine was coming off the back of a series of victories on the battlefield and was hoping to keep that momentum going. Now, the focus has shifted from winning to making sure no more land is
0: lost. In fact, senior officials in the Russian army reckon this could go on for years because Russia's got the resources to make it last and the public there will put up with it. As for the mood in Ukraine, well, it's not defeatist but more kind of a grim acceptance we've heard from dennis ganza he lives in kiev and is the co-chair of the ukrainian ministry of foreign affairs youth council he says everyone had been hoping this year would be different and ukraine would be in a better position to negotiate with russia but they might have to change tact
2: if you watch the polls Uh, The recent Ukrainian polls are showing that still a lot of people think that the the only way we can end this war is to get all the Ukrainian territories back. Of course, there is the the, the numbers are growing for the people who say that we need to go into negotiations. I think it's 44% in the recent polling. And uh, we have seen the fall uh, of trust towards the parliament or the government. Uh, the support towards Zelensky and towards the army has been at the same high level. So (laughs) we need to find new solutions and we need to find the new ways how Ukraine can stay on, even without the Western support, because you know that right now there is a big package being blocked in the Congress. And that's why the whole country right now and many ministries are thinking, Okay, how can we develop drones ourselves? How can we build more artillery ourselves. What, what we do if there is no Western money at all.
1: At the moment, Russia's producing more and more weapons. But the reality on the battlefield is different for Ukraine, whose troops have had to downsize some military
0: operations because they just don't have the artillery. And while Ukraine doesn't share specific numbers of casualties, it's no secret they've suffered huge losses. One Ukrainian soldier told The Times he doesn't even bother giving the new guys cool signs as they don't last long. And even for those who do survive, there are huge physical and mental ramifications.
1: Mark's piece comes with a warning too, that Western democracies haven't fully realized the threat that Putin poses to international security and the humiliation that would come from a Putin victory. Drug ketamine has been in the spotlight recently after it was revealed Matthew Perry, who played Chandler in Friends, died from the effects of the drug at his home in Los Angeles in October.
2: Ketamine does have effects on the heart and so um, it it can actually increase your blood pressure and heart rate. What was previously reported was that he was getting ketamine infusions and the blood levels didn't seem to match with the last infusion he got a, a week ago. Um, So that does point to the the fact that maybe he was taking some in between his infusions. And if, again, the the dose can make the poison and and with other comorbidities that he has with his uh, heart condition uh, could have uh, contributed to this effect.
0: That was David Dadiomov, the assistant professor of clinical pharmacy at the University of Southern California, speaking just after the actor's cause of death was confirmed. Now, ketamine therapy is legal under the supervision of a licensed physician, and it's viewed by some medical professionals as highly effective treatment for depression and anxiety. And now, a clinic in California is promoting a ketamine retreat. At the Humboldt County Centre for New Growth, they host a
1: retreat that costs nearly $3,000 for four days. And patients are given the drug either in a lozenge that sits under their tongue or an injection into the upper arm or through an IV catheter.
0: While they're there, patients can wear headphones and listen to music and they're free to roam through the surrounding forest after taking a dose of the drug. Experts have been surprised by ketamine's effectiveness, but Say Perry's death highlights the importance of only taking it under medical supervision.
1: If you know who Tony Parker is, it's likely either because of basketball or his divorce from the actress Eva Longoria. Unless, of course, you're from the French village of vallard de in the Vercors Mountains, in which case you probably know him because he's trying to build a ski resort there.
0: And if that is how you know him, you're probably not that happy with him either. Over a thousand villagers have joined a campaign group in a bid to
1: block the project. They say building it would damage the environment and skiing there's unsustainable anyway. It's got quite gentle slopes, perfect for local families and beginners, but recently a lack of snow has made the season much shorter. Yeah, there's an excellent quote in the piece that says it won't snow just because Tony Parker's here. If he's there at all, because as it goes, he's not actually much of a skier, at least according to local travel guides. They say he's keen to develop the area for the summer too though, whilst promising not to turn it into a Hollywood, a very wintry Hollywood.
0: We're now just two days away from Christmas Day, which can be equal parts fun and stressful. Luckily, the Times has published a very um, handy survival guide. We thought we'd impart some of that wisdom onto you before we go okay so some of the don'ts don't have a cold that might be annoying yeah so true
1: yeah I've been annoying you today with that (laughs) Um, don't be exhausted it might look like your pre-Christmas plans were the priority okay and in terms of what we should do well for the cook this piece advises doing whatever they need but definitely not adding individual quirks to everyone's food for example being the person to add chilli or mayonnaise into everything
0: yeah that makes sense it also actually advises bringing a puppy if you've got one which always eases tensions if it's well behaved or maybe bringing a guest who people don't really know so everyone will behave and my personal favourite suggestion bring a karaoke machine (laughs) okay so maybe these suggestions weren't completely serious that's all we've got time for today but if you want to read more on any of the stories we've covered you can take out an online subscription at thetimes.co.uk
1: thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the times of london see you tomorrow